Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday afternoon with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Golden Moon and the Silver Star. You can visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. You know that we would love to hear from you. You can contact, uh, not contact, I mean, I guess you can contact us, but you can uh, get in on the conversation. You can communicate. We are mass communicating here on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data. $45 unlimited, only for prepaid by ceasefire. Get unlimited on ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash Prepaid. Hello, gentlemen. Probably should apologize to Brian Haydad. We ain't one at a time in it here. We're mass communicating. Mass communicating. That's what I say. Um, I got people mad at Haydad on the internet. This is Borky has now become a sniper. All right, he got you last week. Today is my turn. I'm going to get you, Borky. Well, last week was intentional for Richard. I was not gonna, trying to get people gonna, mad at you I'm today. just going to do a screen recording of something you do that's dumb. And I'm going to look at Borky. I mean, there's screen recordings of me doing something dumb every day for three hours. So, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, what day is different than the other? I'm in a great mood today. My team got <laughs> C.J. McCollum in a trade that we won big time. So I'm feeling great. And I still feel bad for Haydad because I... Ah, it's not that bad. Was the message board unhappy? I saw some of the mentions were people that just didn't quite understand the proposition. I but I haven't oh, seen no, 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 hold on, hold on, time out, time out. It's not that they didn't understand. It's they didn't care to watch or listen or use their brain to think about what was actually being said. It's a minute and 20-second video. Too long. The guy <laughs> who's like, this is kind of misleading without the video. You think? Yeah. That's <laughs> he the said, point. This is why misleading. we attached the video. That's why it's on there, for you to watch it and then comment on what I'm saying. What exactly is it that we are talking about? Well, yesterday, uh, in the middle of talking about Brian Harson and Auburn and the uncomfortable situation that he currently is in, although, in reality, I don't know if Brian Harson is uncomfortable at all. I'm not sure that he should be. He's making a lot of money. He is on vacation. He has not yet come back from vacation, and if he is relieved of his responsibilities, he's going to be paid a king's ransom to go back on vacation. You know what Brian Harson should do right now? He should channel his inner Lane Kiffin 
and just take a picture of his feet on the beach and just tag Auburn football in it. That's what he should do. <laughs> I don't know Hashtag if he's a drinker or not. But eagle. Yeah. Or if you get like somehow work a picture of like a pina colada or some drink with just a big chunk of pineapple in there. I'm just. That's me. I'm. I'm. I'm just. I, I got no worries. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we were talking about that situation, and in the event that Brian Harson does not lose his job in the next couple of days and remains the head coach at Auburn, Forky or Haydad or someone made the observation that <coughs> he would be on the hottest of seats, like nuclear, going into next season. It's More just his second year with the program. Yeah. Say again. Nothing. It was a joke. I, I just didn't hear it. It was more. It would be. It'd be more than three point six wrongkin. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh yes. I think Borky gets it. Yes. But Borky then made the observation that basically the rest of the SEC was pretty comfortable, and Haydad just wondered aloud, "Who is the guy that, after Brian Harson, would be on the hottest seat in the SEC?" And then in the process of wondering aloud, he goes, well, it would be Mike Leach, right? Which, if you, and I said this on Twitter, and, and even when you put it in writing, people still quite don't grasp it. The reason why the answer is, yes, it is Mike Leach, is because the SEC is filled with either brand new or stability. And Mike Leach is relatively new and seems very stable. But when you look across the league, I mean, go down the list. Lane Kiffin has fan capital at Ole Miss that, regardless of an underachievement this season, not going anywhere. Nick Saban and Kirby Smart just laugh out loud. Fans love Shane Beamer. He's only in year two. Just not possible. Sam uh, Pittman, Arkansas. Sam Solid. Pittman. Josh Heupel, he's only going into year two. Got a ton of fan capital. Clark Lee, no shot. He's got basically a lifetime contract. Eli Drinkwitz. You know, it's year three. He's gone to a bowl game, recruited really well. That just does not seem like a possibility whatsoever. Billy Napier's in year one. Mark Stoops could name his contract length, and they will give it to him. He's a perpetual overachiever at Kentucky. There's no shot. Whoever replaces Brian Harson will be in year one. Jimbo Fisher has a $90 million contract and has undeserved fan capital that is through the roof. Brian Kelly's in year one. Sam Pittman has enormous fan capital. And then you land on Mike Leach. No, I don't think that Mike Leach will get fired this season. I don't think his team will be bad enough. I I mean, yes, you, you trade Vanderbilt for Georgia. That stinks. But you're probably not losing to Memphis again. Like, that's probably not going to happen to this team. I expect them to be better than this. But it's entirely plausible, let's say... They go six and six or five and seven with another loss to Ole Miss. There will be zero fan capital and the screams for termination will be loud. Will they be successful in that effort? I don't know. But if that, that plausible no. if that plausible scenario comes, he will have the angriest fan base in the league. Very fair to say I, I, out loud. We never said fired. No. We just said hot seat. And right now, as it stands here today, yeah, the scenario that Borky just outlined, which is a very plausible scenario. It's not my scenario. 
I think State will improve. Mike Leach's teams, year three, they tend to, you know, be pretty good. Uh, State brings back, I saw a tweet today, Bill Connolly from ESPN, State brings back the most production in the SEC. I think they're going to be, you know, again, like if you just beat Memphis, you're in good shape last year. Uh, you know, State was close to winning a lot of games. Now, they had a couple games they were close to losing, too, but I think they'll be better. But it's very plausible that they'll be underdogs in six or seven games. And if they lose those games, and if they lose a third straight to Ole Miss, then year four for Mike Leach is going to be put up or shut up. And I, I, I don't see how anybody can argue that that statement with me. But year I'm sure they will. Texas Tech, yeah, year three at Texas Tech for Mike Leach, nine and five, five and three in the Big Twelve. It was bad yeah. at Washington State, though. Yeah, year three at Washington State, not good. They went three and nine and two and seven in the league. It was year four when they had the huge uptick at Washington State. And that I, began I, a string of nine wins, eight wins, nine wins, eleven wins, and then six <laughs> and seven in his last year at Washington State. And then if you if you do a little deeper dive there, which I have, that Washington State team was abysmal defensively. So bad. And this year with Mississippi State returning as much as they do and bringing Jordan Davis back from injury and the guys they've hit on in the transfer portal, State's not going to be anywhere close to abysmal. They should be good defensively. So you, you believe if the offense takes another step forward, this should be a pretty good football team. By the way, 2015, when... Washington State got a good bit better on the defensive side and began that run of impressive seasons going 9-4. and four. <laughs> That was year number one for Alex Grinch at Washington State. Yeah. And I think State has a good defensive coordinator already in place with Zach Arnett. I think we would all agree on that, that he's yeah, a good no coach. So. so what was the pushback you got online? People not reading. Exactly, exactly what I said would happen in that video happened. People just took yeah. it as... I said Mike Leach is on the hot seat, or Mike Leach is likely to be fired, and they didn't listen to the the clip where I said he's the most likely of the coaches in the SEC to be on a hot seat at the end of the season, which is true. But none of them seem particularly likely to lose their jobs at the end of the year. Oh, clickbait Borky, though. I did. I, it got I did me. A little, I did it a little, but it's a minute and 20 second video. I feel like that should be enough for people to hear you out first. That's just me. But yeah. it's a league filled with stability. I mean, right that's now. 80 seconds. That's, that's a long. It is a long time. I get frustrated when, like, Twitter has ads now, but they're only five seconds. I get frustrated when I see those. Yeah. I'm not watching an ad for a 30-second video. One guy called me not the sharpest tool in the shed. I'm like, debate me. Who who then? Tell me who it is. Nobody wants to debate. They just want to tell you you're wrong. I don't want a solution. I just want to be angry. Sports Talk Mississippi just getting started on this (laughs) Tuesday afternoon, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. I 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Outside of scheduled construction delays and after-school traffic, we're looking pretty good this afternoon. No racks or breakdowns causing any major problems so far this afternoon. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. This is Don DeBuke. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi.
Good to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. we got hoops tonight in the SEC, but none involving Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Both the Rebels and the Bulldogs will be playing tomorrow night, both at home. Ole Miss hosting Alabama at 7.30, and Mississippi State hosting Tennessee. Is that an 8 o'clock tip-off? It is, yes. Okay. Yeah, so so late-night hoops in Starkville and Oct- late-ish, I mean. You know what I mean. Speaking of Alabama basketball, you were out when the renderings came out. Did you see Ooh, the yes. utter laziness of the architects of that arena? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to disagree with you. I, I know where you're going on that because the interior of the arena looks like a carbon copy of the pavilion. It's a copy-paste. They but just control here's why I'm heat. going to disagree with you in terms of laziness. I know for a fact that Alabama multiple times visited the pavilion and looked at it. And it's basically perfect. There are camera angle aside. There there are two things that I can point to that are not good about the pavilion. Yes, the camera angle. Two two parts on that. One, it's on the wrong side. It's ridiculous to not be shooting into your students at this point. And people will say, well, it's because... They want to be shooting into the benches. ESPN can get past that. There are a lot of places where they don't shoot into the benches. They just don't. So make them deal with it. They will. They don't love it, but they'll fix it. They'll, they'll deal with it. So I would much rather see a crazy student section than Bruce Pearl when he's turning purple. That's just and, me. And, and the second thing is, and, and this is, I mean, this is one of those things where nobody cares outside of just a few people. But I am telling you that from a functionality standpoint, the broadcast location is ridiculous in the pavilion. The The, the television broadcast spot is next to the visitor's bench, kind of down on one end. And so if you got Cal or Will Wade or whatever, whoever dropping F-bombs, and banging on the table or just standing in front of you the whole time, it, it's just its not functional. That, that part of it's bad. Everything else about the pavilion is perfect. And so I would say not lazy. That's the whole imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. They got it right. Here's how I describe what the Alabama rendering is. It's the pavilion on the inside and Lucas Oil Stadium on the outside. So like the Madison Kroger, if you've been there, you know. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yes, I thought it looked fantastic. So does the Madison Kroger. You know what I thought was maybe even more impressive than the basketball renderings? Sorry, hey Dad, the golf renderings that go along with it. The twenty-nine million dollars that they're going to spend on Alabama's golf team. Holy cow, Borky! Did you see it? I have not actually. Oh, you got to look at it. It's just. Absolutely spectacular. But anyway, that was good. It's wild how dominant the SEC is becoming at everything. I was thinking about this last night. So we've got... So Virginia beat Duke last night. And for whatever reason, I was... I wasn't into the game, but for some reason I was paying attention. And A game at Cameron Indoor kind of draws you in. It does. It's just (laughs) something about it. A tiny place. Have you ever been? Yep. Tiny. Like, Not for a game. I, I, uh, Ole Miss women's basketball played in a regional in uh, in Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. like I don't know, fifteen years ago, whenever it was, when I was doing 
games on the radio for them, and they practiced at Cameron. It, it, surprising how tiny that place is. It, it's 9,000, it, but it's, it wow. feels little bitty. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the ACC has one ranked team as of today. The ACC has one ranked team as of today. And the SEC won the Big 12 Challenge. Remember we had John Gasway on a couple weeks ago, and he said those are the two best conferences in college basketball. And the third best is the Big Ten, by the way. Yeah. The ACC is fourth at best. It's Duke by themselves right now. And I'm sure that'll change. Louisville's going to hire a new coach, stuff like that. They'll get there. But right now, it's they're a one-man show. I think we are seeing the the possibility of college sports runs through the Southeast. All college sports. Not just football. Obviously, baseball's done it for a long time. But basketball's here. My gosh, the gymnastics programs are selling out their arenas every night. Softball's mm-hmm. as dominant in the SEC as any other sport that the league has. Golf is great. I mean... College sports are becoming regionalized to this one. All of them. Track slash track and field slash cross country. I mean, Arkansas is the gold standard in those events. Ole Miss cross country has been elite nationally for the last, oh, I don't know, almost decade. Mississippi State has had Olympic athletes in track and field. So has Ole Miss. So has LSU. So has Florida. So has Georgia. I mean, it, the list just goes on and on and on and on. Baseball speaks for itself. Yeah. And it's not just money, but money's a big part of it. The ability to dominate in basically every sport in which you participate, that's where the money comes in saying we're going to be dominant in football and we're going to focus our resources in football or football and men's basketball, that's one thing. But when you say we're going to be the very best in football and in men's basketball and in women's basketball and in baseball and in softball and in track and field and in cross country and for the schools that participate in equestrian and in swimming and diving, and in rifle, and in women's soccer. What am I missing? I'm missing sports. Men's and women's golf, men's and women's tennis, all of them. Every single one of them. That's a function of you've got the money to allocate to every program that needs it. Use Ole Miss as an example right now. The, the capital campaign, the, the $350, $400 million capital campaign, yes, the lion's share of that money is going to football. They're also spending $20 million on softball, $20 million on soccer, $40 million on baseball. Golf's getting another, what, $10 million out of it. They're touching everything. Basketball's not getting any, anything new because they're playing in a $100 million arena that's Three years old. I, I was going back and doing the math. So we, we, you know, this is—it's not exactly the same, but in terms of investment. So hey, we talked a ton about how great Duty Noble is. Mm-hmm. It is the gold standard for college baseball stadiums in America at the college level, and it was sixty-five million when it was all said and done. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State just spent. 
55, 60 million on a brand new ballpark. When you look at what Ole Miss has done over a 15 year window for baseball, including the 40 million that they're about to spend, Ole Miss will have spent 80 million dollars on Swayze Field. Over a 15 year window. That's not doing it all at once. And, you know, it looks different when you do it a little bit at a time. But it was exterior stuff and then interior stuff. And now they're going back and doing exterior all over again. And when I asked you about that a couple of years ago, you said a lot of a lot of that money has gone for player more for player amenities than for fan amenities. Is that accurate? Yeah, like the the first eighteen million dollar renovation, I think that was the number, was all fan amenities. Right, that was when they they redid some of the outfield and they extended the grandstands down the baselines in both directions, and they added the the diamond club up top. And they, whatever else they did, did all the brickwork on the outside of the stadium, really kind of made it the show place that it is. That was all fan amenity stuff. The next round was almost exclusively player amenity. That's where they built the big building that attached kind of behind the right field side, behind the first base side of the stadium. And they've got their indoor facility, and they've got the new locker rooms and their own weight room and the training facility. They did the dugout club seats that kind of are right there behind home plate that go down to field level, but that was it in terms of fan stuff. And now they're going to turn around and they're going to do another indoor facility for baseball beyond the right field wall. They're completely doing the, redoing the outfield all the way around, left field and right field, bringing it down to the seat, down to the to field level, and a, and a whole. So yeah, they just didn't bite off sixty five million at once to basically tear down the stadium and rebuild the entire thing. So the investment. Across the board is off the charts. And they're getting a return. A very clear return. Wins. Wins. I mean, you can make the argument that the SEC is the best basketball conference in America. If five years ago I told you that, you would have said no way. Seven years ago, the SEC got three teams in the NCAA tournament. And it was a stretch to get the third. Now you're talking seven or eight it's massive. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 59. Tonight, clear skies and cold, low around 35. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 65. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 36. And for your Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 66. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
you mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, hospitals, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King. At Walgreens, we know February is the season for L-O-V-E. It's also something sweet for your sweetheart season. Or my favorite, wait, that's today's season? Or the just found out my kid has a crush season. Good luck, Mom. This Valentine's Day, Walgreens makes it easy to quickly get last-minute gifts with pickup in as little as 30 minutes. Because if it's Cupid season, it's Walgreens season. Right now, select fragrances are 20% off. Offer valid through 226 while supplies last. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com for details. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 2,065 new cases of COVID today, 93 deaths, and 234 ongoing outbreaks in long-term care facilities. Medical experts are hosting a virtual town hall to talk about the current state of the pandemic. That got underway at 2.30 this afternoon. Dr. Dan Edney is with the Mississippi State Medical Association. We've got to get to a more endemic level where we're not having these surges. This is the fifth wave that we've dealt with. Our saving grace with this one was the hospitalization rate was only 2% instead of 8% like it was with Delta. The death rate had been the same as Delta. It had been apocalyptic. For all the latest on that event, you can log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrating its 100th year in 2022 is the largest general farm organization in the state. But whether you're a farmer or a consumer, Farm Bureau works for you through its many policies and programs. And we can also help your money grow. From discounts on automobiles, mowers, and equipment to hotels, car rentals, and vacations, Farm Bureau's got you covered. Join today and download the member savings app so you'll have over 200,000 discounts at your fingertips. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. What we were talking about a moment ago about capital improvements, not just an old Miss conversation. Let's talk about what Mississippi State has done from a facilities improvement standpoint or has on the books right now as well. So they are six or seven years, maybe five or six years removed from a brand new softball facility with News Park. Yeah, because Strickland was still there. So yeah, it would have had to been 15. Okay. So six, seven years in that neighborhood, $65 million on Duty Noble. It's going into its third full season. Is that right? Correct. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah, the, the first, first one was weird, right? Yes. No, the, sec- the second one was. Well, no, no. The first one, I'm not counting. The 18 where they weren't completely finished at the beginning of the year, no. And that, that, that 19 was the first full year. That was the year they had the grand opening Oh, to start the season. So it's 19, been partial in 18, 19, 20, 21, but right. and 20 got partial, shut down. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so. so, yeah. And then, you know, and that's the, the football year, stadium. Well, I, I was just going to say this, I did. The, the football stadium renovation, it's been 10, I guess, 10 years now. Seven. Seven years? Is it? Yeah, 14, is really? 14 was the first year. It to me is the most impressive football stadium renovation. That I've seen in college football in the last, I don't know when. In, in terms of taking an existing stadium and making it from what it was into what it is, and and, and I mean that as high praise. Like I'm not talking that. Like, right, right. When, when I, I get what you're saying. I, I mean, Boone Pickens Stadium at Oklahoma State. You could argue they did a. I mean, but I I, I don't think it's. I think it's perfect. Not been to a game there. But I think what they did in transforming Davis Wade from what it was to what it is, and I don't remember the price tag on that, 140, 150 million, I think, something like that. It was a big number. But it was done exceptionally well. I, I I guess when I say I think it's the best renovation that has been done in a long time with the college football stadium. What I really mean is in terms of tying it all together and yeah. making it look like it fits as opposed to just, oh, here's the new part of the stadium. Right. I think it was done really, really well. Only $75 million. Really? Yeah. That cost would be double today. Easily. Seven years Easily. Ago. Maybe more than double. And now the hump's on deck for, for what's next. And that's what I was going to say. That's what's up next, right? I mean, Which I'm, I'm still skeptical of, to be honest. Yeah, I like don't, you don't like the renderings, or you don't think it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen, and I like the renderings, okay. But having been to the Pavilion, having been to Auburn Arena, I don't know how you're going to make that building 
look like a new state-of-the-art facility. You're not. It's going to be an upgrade I, to what it is. Right. I would knock it down and start over. What's the What's the price tag on the renovation for Humphrey Coliseum? That I don't know off the top of my head. I, I don't remember what the number was. I do think part of the reason, and there are a couple of other places in the SEC that have done this, and it's kind of hemmed them in a little bit. But part of the reason is you've got the Mize Pavilion attached to Humphrey Coliseum. Correct. And that's, so the that's practice the facility, you, you, you don't want to tear down the building and have to tear down a perfectly good practice facility and offices and locker rooms and training room and all of that stuff and rebuild everything. And so you've kind of hamstrung yourself in terms of you got to fix what's there. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be a $50 million renovation. Well, I mean, if you're able to get what you want for $50 million, and it will end up costing more than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I get it. Because building from scratch, I mean, building what Ole Miss built five or six years ago, four or five years ago, however long it's been, I mean, that was a $95 million project. That'd be a $150 million, $160 million project today. Mm-hmm. Maybe $180 million. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're in the construction business or you've built a home recently or you've done a renovation project, you know that the cost of everything has gone up. It's not just the cost of lumber, which is tr- traded as a commodity, and so it rises and falls. It's everything. It's PVC pipe. It's sheet metal. It's concrete. It's lumber. It's uh, electrical wiring. It's plumbing fixtures. Everything that goes into it has just I mean, it's like on a rocket ship. Yeah. A sheet of three-quarter inch birch plywood, an eight by four sheet of plywood that you used to be able to buy for somewhere between twenty-seven and thirty-eight dollars is ninety dollars today. A single sheet of three-quarter inch birch plywood is ninety dollars. What used to be a two-dollar eight-foot two by four. Or a dollar thirty-eight if you got one that was untreated. It's like eight dollars, and and so the construction costs are just insane. Congrats to Auburn for that lumber development. Don't know what you guys saw today, by the way. Yeah, Auburn received the uh, largest single gift in its school's athletic history today. When, most of it's going to the Auburn Arena, but I'm sure they can find a little change to go somewhere else. What was it? Who, who was it? What was it? Uh, it? It's for the naming rights to the Auburn Arena. Uh, I have to go back and look at the name, but it was, it's it's enough to get them on the building. So. They're going to call it the Buyout Bowl? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Auburn Arena at Buyout Center. So anyway, I, I just wanted to... I, I didn't want it to sound like we were just talking about Ole Miss facilities and not talking about the same... The, the point is, that's happening everywhere. I was talking with uh, the radio broadcaster from Missouri the other day. He's like, you know, we really got to do something with Mizzou Arena. So that thing's 15 years old now. See, it's 15,000 people. It's it's really good. It's really nice. But when you look around the league, it's fallen behind a bit. Arkansas's done, I mean, just one project on top of another for all of their sports. Tennessee's done that. Tennessee did a massive renovation to Thompson Bowling. They're doing a renovation to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They just finished up a massive renovation at uh, at Neyland. They've done tons for softball at Tennessee. It, it, 
Florida just opened a $60 million baseball park. Not sure, based on seeing some of the pictures of it, that they got their money's worth, but it's nice. Certainly is nicer than McKeithen Stadium was. Yeah. So, it's happening everywhere. And this is part of the conversation that Borky brought up a, a little while ago about the SEC getting to a spot where it's dominating in every sport. You're doing everything you can possibly do for your student-athletes in terms of cost of attendance and Austin money and you know, getting them all that you can get them. You're lobbying for more scholarships for equivalency sports. You're investing in facilities. You're paying coaches more than any other league in the country. Like It's, it's just an investment everywhere you look. And if you're a fan of an SEC team, that's great, right? Is it bad for the rest of college sports? And should you care? You shouldn't care. I don't know if it's bad or not, but you shouldn't care one way or the other. All right? It's, it's just like anything else in America. The people who have money spend it. You know, it's it's no different than the billionaire who has a a yacht and five houses and ten cars, and the working class man who doesn't. You know, if you got it, use it. If you don't, try to get it. I guess I don't know. It does bring the the expression "rising tide lift all boats." I don't think necessarily applies to football because Vanderbilt's not any closer to a championship today as they were 15 years ago, right? But it does bring you closer in the other stuff to competing nationally more regularly. Take softball, for example. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are not the premier softball programs in the SEC. They're not. Not even close. But I think it's fair to say that they're closer to championship level than they've been in you know, 15 years, whatever the, the time frame you want to use. They're closer today than they've ever been. You get You get paired up in the right regional after the gauntlet you've played in. Suddenly you're making a run to Oklahoma City. And we already know what happens in baseball. Now suddenly you've got, aside from Kentucky, legit title contenders. Auburn had to make one hire. That's all they had to do. And they're a contender. National championship contender. If State or Ole Miss has to, to move on for whatever reason, whether it be this year or next year or the year after that, I think it's kind of fair to say that they're one higher away from being Auburn. Hopefully without an assistant getting arrested. Hmm. Which, by the way, nobody cares about. It's amazing. Yeah. Somebody says Vanderbilt hasn't gotten the word yet on renovation, at least not in football. Even Vanderbilt's got... What is it? Vandy Unlimited? Is that the name of their campaign? They just started something up. Yeah, yeah. It's like a $250 million facilities campaign that's happening at Vanderbilt. And the football stadium looks nice. It's all going to baseball scholarships. <laughs> Big Rob in Jacktown says, Given the discussion at hand, how long do you guys think it will be before the SEC leaves the NCAA altogether? You would know more than me. I'd venture to guess they've had that conversation in private. Not seriously, but just, hey, what if? Seems like oh, it. I don't think there's any question the what if conversation has been had. we got more coming up with you. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, heavy construction delays this afternoon on 22 in Madison County between Catlett Road and North Shore Boulevard. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more at River Trust Federal Credit Union. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Every guy knows that feeling when you realize on Valentine's Day that you've got nothing for your true love. Not this year, guys, because at Juniker Jewelry Company, we've got a whole store of ideas that will make her forget last year and the year before. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. This Valentine's at Junikers, we have an entire store of fine jewelry. Rings, pendants, earrings, and bracelets, starting at $250 and less. Come shop thousands of quality, iconic, and yes, affordable pieces you won't find in any other store. For every woman and every budget. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of fine diamonds and diamond jewelry in the state. And 12-month interest free financing for qualified buyers. So don't go driving all over town this Valentine's like a love-struck fool. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Let's make this a Valentine's she'll never forget. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Review on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad on this Tuesday. Thanks for being with us. Is Tom Brady just talking now, or is there more to this? ESPN's Jenna Lane writes Tom Brady is, quote, happy with his decision to retire and is looking forward to, quote, doing things other than playing football. But he also said, never say never, when asked about potentially returning to the NFL next season. On the Let's Go podcast with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, hosted by Jim Gray, he said, I'm just going to take things as they come. I think that's the best way to put it. And I don't think anybody, you know, you never say never. At the same time, I know that I feel very good about my decision. I don't know how I'll feel six months from now. He went on to say, I try to make the best possible decision I can in the moment, which I did this last week. And again, I think it's not looking to reverse course. I'm definitely not looking to do that. But in the same time, I think you have to be realistic that you never know what challenges there are going to be in life. Again, I loved playing. I'm looking forward to doing things other than playing. That's as honest as I can be with you there. These just words from Tom Brady? Or did we get the whole... Willie, 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 Willie. Mike Tomlin Not Willie, called but him. Will he? Say what? You got a call from Mike Tomlin. Oh. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, Ben retired. You got a little juice left? He can't take a year off, though. I mean, is anybody really going to sign up for a 45, 46 year old quarterback? I doubt it. Even that, Even this one. Who's taken a year off and hung out in France uh, drinking. You know, lattes and eating gelato with Giselle. He and Giselle don't eat gelato. Who am I kidding? No, they don't. They they know. They're avocado smoothies. Yeah, it's like kale ice cream. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. (laughs) That's that's an abomination to kale and to ice cream. Brady said family played a large role in his decision. He and his wife Giselle will celebrate 13 years of marriage this month, and Brady has said in the past that she has turned down numerous professional opportunities to care for their family. they got two kids together, and then he's got the 14-year-old son, Jack. He and Bridget Moynihan, remember. Uh, He says, I think the choice is everything certainly comes at a cost. The cost is what am I missing out on other aspects of my life? And things that are, as you get older, you experience things that are outside of the sport that demand the level of attention and energy that football has always gotten, and it's time for me to commit to those types of things. I mean, this sounds like the the talk of a guy who just retired last week, and he's still figuring it out in his head, and he's still trying to put everything together and still trying to be at peace with his decision. 
I don't think there's going to be an issue with, with Tom Brady stepping away with the, from the game of football. For Tom Brady to compete at the level at which he has competed and succeed at the level at which he has succeeded for so long, takes singular focus. It takes being incredibly selfish. You have to be, because your focus has to be on that. And I'm sure he has tried to make time for his kids and tried to make time for his marriage and do some fun things along the way. But, I mean, look, he uses a horse racing example. He says, I've been to the Kentucky Derby a lot, so I look at those horses and they have the blinders on. And you literally are running full speed as fast as you can for basically the entire season. There's no time to look right or left. And there's a lot of things that are happening in your life that because you don't look right or left, you're still looking straight ahead that you miss some things. I think you may be onto something. Hey, Dad. This is a guy who, for the last three decades, the singular priority in his life has been football. And he has now finally finally ripped off the Band-Aid, and he's like, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can be content in the decision, but still have some questions of how am I going to function as a human being. If anybody just walked away, especially, you know, when we think about people retiring, right, you think 67 years old. This, these athletes, 43, I mean, you're you're not near death. You still got a lot of life left to live and you got to figure that out. You got to figure out what okay, what am I going to do next cuz I'm not just going to sit at the house. You know, any of just us would have these that. kind so, of questions. So, and different people handle retirement different ways, right? My mom yeah. worked for I mean, she worked at the university for 25 years, 27 years, and then she retired. And she was a little like, eh, how am I going to handle this?" She's absolutely loved it. When my father-in-law retired from his job that he had been in for you know over 30 years and had worked every day of his life, he started another company. Or he, he, he became a consultant, like he became his own boss at that point and continued to work. If you're a worker, it's hard to just not work anymore. Although I sure would love to try it. <laughs> I think you'd be more like your father-in-law, and I'd be more like your mom. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. Sports Talk Mississippi, 4 o'clock hour coming up. Got some Your home for all this sports. This is Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Veroni Street Denison. An Army report obtained by the Washington Post reveals a failure to understand how quickly the Taliban would take control of Afghanistan's capital placed American troops in danger. A top commander on the ground during the withdrawal operation says that policymakers paid attention to indicators of what was happening. Military personnel would have been better prepared to conduct a more orderly evacuation. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The Ohio Supreme Court has, for the second time, struck down new state legislative maps as unconstitutional under anti-gerrymandering rules. Both rulings cite new state constitutional language approved by voters in 2015 that say maps should favor parties to win districts in proportion to their share of statewide votes. 54% for Republicans and 46 for Democrats. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. 
This is Don DeButh. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The IRS's plan to use facial recognition technology on taxpayers is being abandoned after pushback from both sides of the aisle. Last week, Senator Roger Wicker had sent a letter to the IRS commissioner asking some very direct questions about the program and how it would be implemented. At that time, 70 million Americans had already submitted to this face scanning process through IDMe's partnerships with a number of federal and state government agencies. Wicker, a member of the Senate Commerce Committee, pointed out that Americans are being asked to provide greater amounts of information to government entities, businesses, and other third parties to obtain necessary services. He says that makes it even more imperative that their privacy and security be protected. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Private insurers don't have to cover hearing aids and services for deaf children under 21 under current law. A House bill that's made it out of committee won't force all private insurers to do so, but it would be required of Blue Cross Blue Shield. Sarah Whitehead has an 8-year-old with a hearing impairment. So a very small baby step, but still a huge positive that the state plan, so Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi, will have to take a clause out that actually prohibits the state plan from paying for hearing aids for children under 21. While her child won't be helped by this bill because their family is not covered by Blue Cross Blue Shield, she still considers it a step in the right direction. The Ethics Commission dismissed a complaint from the ACLU alleging that lawmakers violated the state's open meetings law in regard to redistricting. They ruled that there was no violation because the redistricting committee never met behind closed doors with a quorum present. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
As a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Radios are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. Ag Up Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At Ag Up Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. Ag Up Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi. Or visit us at agup.com today. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1. Super Talk Mississippi. Clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Glad to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the Ceasefire text line. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why Ceasefire is providing award winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any Ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more. At ceasefire.com slash bark. It's time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Uh, phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Stephen Head joins us this afternoon as we get closer and closer to the start of the college baseball season. Just 10 days from today until opening day. And Stephen, on the, on our video stream right now, we got a graphic of you pitching. Still shot of you pitching. All right. So thinking back, which did you enjoy more, pitching or playing first base slash hitting? Although I guess you did hit most of the time when you were pitching also. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to lean the position player side. I like playing every day. I like uh, being involved. And, you know, for those that don't know, there's a lot of running involved after you pitch. Uh, and I wasn't a big fan of that. So I liked the position and the hitting much more than the pitching, just for the aftermath of maybe having to go do like a two-mile run. So what was it like, I guess your sophomore and junior seasons in particular, when you were doing both? Like you might come in and close a game on a Friday night, and if you didn't go too deep into the game, you'd play first base on Saturday, and then you might be the starting pitcher on Sunday, and then when you were done, they might slide you back over to first base. How, How exhausting was that? You know, I don't think you, you really notice it, especially as a college kid. And, you know, I grew up, I never really understood why guys did just pitching or just hitting. Because when I grew up, Little League, uh, all the way through high school, I mean, it was just always pitching and hitting. So, I honestly, I just didn't really know any different. Now, there were times where I came out from pitching um, where I was exhausted, and I would have to go to first base. And, thankfully, you didn't have to move too much over there. It's not like I was a <laughs> center field or anything. But, uh no, I think it just, I had done it for so long that it was just part of like my baseball DNA and I, and I love doing both. I, 
I liked hitting more than pitching, but that didn't mean that I didn't love pitching. Um, I just enjoyed playing the game and being out on the field and, and being active. So it was never a big deal for me. You know, we talk sometimes about the, the transition from high school athletics to college athletics. What a big jump it is playing quarterback in high school to playing quarterback in the SEC. Playing high school baseball to stepping onto an SEC field. But you see freshmen, especially in baseball, that make that transition. What was that transition like for you? Because if I remember correctly, it didn't take long for you to kind of hit your stride in college baseball. No, I, I, but I think you're still scared, you know, going into it, especially in the fall. You don't know where you stand, um, and you, you don't really know what to expect. I was fortunate enough to come from a high school program where our head coach uh, was a graduate assistant at Mississippi State, and we honestly ran like Ron Polk-style, uh, you know, practices. Um, and, and so I didn't know, and I remember Coach Bianco my freshman year in the fall being like, you're never going to work this hard. You, you didn't do this, and – in high school, and, and you know, we're going to push you, and you're going to practice harder, and do. And I, I remember getting somewhere, some point during the fall, I was like, "These are the exact same practices we did in high school. Like this isn't bad." So I think, and Seth Smith too, you know, another guy that stepped in, same high school. Like I think we were just prepared on a on a a level of baseball that uh, we kind of were able to slide in and maybe adapt a little better than some guys that just weren't fortunate enough to have that type of high school program. So what's it like this time of year? I hear bat pinging in the background, so I know you're at, at a ballpark and probably watching right. the, the can't stars tell you where, though, Richard, I can't tell you where I'm at. No, no, that's fine. I, I wasn't going to try and push you into that. <laughs> I, I understand that this is a, uh, a strange time in the uh, in the professional baseball world. But, but go back to your freshman year. You're a week and a half from opening day. What are the emotions at this point? Well, you talking about now or when I was in, in, in college? No, no, back back when you were in college. If you can go yeah. back that far, kind of, you know, you're you're a week and a half, two weeks from the start of the season. Yeah. You don't know exactly yeah. what to expect. When we're talking about football, we hear all the time people go, "Oh, they just want to they just want to hit somebody in a different color jersey." Is there an element of that in baseball? I think so, but I, you know, one thing that stands out to me, I remember as a freshman, um, and it was the last weekend of scrimmages, and, and it might have been a Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember the day, but I remember I went like three for three or four for four in that scrimmage, and Coach Bianco's doing his normal after the uh, scrimmage, same thing he does after a game, and he's talking, and, you know, he's going through, and he's, you know, he's getting everybody pumped or whatever for the week, and he, he's like, head, in case you didn't know, you're traveling. And I remember being like, thank goodness. Like, you just don't know, you know, um, as a freshman. Like I said, you you're scared. You've never been through it. And, and I just remember him saying, like, you're traveling because we were on the road or, you know, going on the road soon and just thinking, like, whew, I made it. Like, I made the travel team. <laughs> you know, you, you really just have no idea, I think. Uh, you're so naive and you just want to do well and, and play hard and, and do your best that I think some of those things are kind of lost on you. So I think every game that I've ever seen Mike Bianco coach, when the when the game is over, you immediately go to the outfield. Maybe you shake some hands or high fives or whatever, and then you go to the outfield and he talks. And sometimes it's after a great win, and sometimes it's after a tough loss, but it happens over and over after every single game. Be honest. Do you guys actually listen, or did you actually listen to what he was saying in those meetings, or was it just we have to sit here and pretend to listen because this is what we do? I'm going to be honest. It depended on if you won or lost and how bad you won or lost. <laughs> the mood okay. changed. I mean, I, I know you've been around Mike a long time. Like, if you don't play well as a team and, and you, you know, you do some things on the field that really just, that, that hurt you in the performance of the game, I think you're sitting there with your eyes glued on coach, maybe with your, your head pointed down a little bit for sure. So, uh, 
And then after big wins, uh, you know, you're feeling good. It's, it's no different than any other profession. So you, you're bouncing around. You're a little happier, maybe a little looser. So, yeah, I think it definitely went uh, how, the game, how the game went. So Mike Bianco's been at Ole Miss for a long time, and I think because of that, people feel like they know him. What is the what is the Ole Miss baseball fan, average or diehard or whatever, not know about Mike Bianco that as a player you, you learned about him or that you kind of think back on fondly or not so fondly? You know, I think the biggest thing, and I think guys that are successful in the program, mediocre or just what, no matter how your status was in the program, I think when you're there, you know, he's tough on you, and he demands the best out of you. And sometimes you don't really know why or why he's being hard on you or different things like that with the coaching. But I think once you leave there, you realize, like, wow, I'm, I'm way more prepared mentally, physically, for my next chapter of my life, whether it's sports or just general life. Um, I think just the, the discipline and, and the, you know, his care factor for you and what he asks to get out of you as a player just translates, you know, post your baseball career. Steven, what was your favorite moment playing baseball at Ole Miss? Oh man, uh, that's a that's a good one. Um, I you know probably the the year that we first won a regional uh, would that be yeah the junior year when we won. Um, I know we you know fell short to Texas, but just kind of like getting over that hump and that milestone, and it felt like that was early in Mike's you know career there, and and we were on the front end of of building the program to what it is now. I think that probably just that excitement of, of, of doing what we had intended to do since we showed up on campus. Uh, that probably, that moment probably sticks out from See, a team I, standpoint for sure. I, okay. So what about individually? Cause I know Brian Haydad was sitting there thinking he's going to talk about the ball that he hit in Starkville that has yet to land. I think still going. <laughs> well, you know, Richard, I don't, I don't want to get too you know, that, but that, that, that was a good moment. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That one was good. Um, the, the one that stands out to me probably the most was my South Carolina complete game um, as a freshman after closing on Friday night um, to get the win. And, you know, Mike had asked me on Sunday, he said, hey, just go as long, give me as many innings as you can. And, um, you know, it was a, I think it was a 85 pitch or so. Uh, it was less than, definitely less than 90 pitch complete game uh, against South Carolina, who was ranked, I think, one or two at the time, and we won the weekend. So I think personally – that was a pitching accomplishment, but that was something that always stood out that, um, you know, being, a, being a moment, because as a freshman, like I said, I, every inning I was like, well, I think we were only up one to nothing. I was like, Oh man, I'm going to blow it. It's the fifth <laughs> inning. I'm about to blow it. It's the sixth. Oh my goodness. I'm going to blow it. It's the seventh. And then in the ninth, it went to like, just don't blow it. <laughs> you know, so, How many of those 85 so pitches do you think were changeups? Oh, it's got to be like 50, right? Richard, you were, you were there, you know, it, it had to be like 50. 50 of them, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot. I didn't throw hard enough to blow guys away, so I, I had to mix in the changeup. I'm curious about this, Stephen. O- Ole Miss has had a pretty incredible run at shortstop. And it's, you know, Zach Cozart is a three-year starter, and then Errol Robinson is a three-year starter, and Gray Kessinger is a three-year starter. And now you got Jacob Gonzalez, who's going into his second year and probably going to be a three-year starter at shortstop. Everybody would like that in college baseball. Most programs don't have that, just one after the other after the other. Is there anything that you can point to that has allowed Ole Miss to be that at that position? we got like 30 seconds till the break. Um, you know, I think the one thing that stands out about those guys, and I don't know too much about Jacob Gonzalez yet, I really haven't got to see him play, but the other guys I was fairly familiar with, um, 
not outside the talent, uh, we see that. But I think those guys had great instincts. I mean, especially Cozart, because um, I, I, you know, he was behind me pitching. I mean, that guy could read the hop and the angle and just be in places that you didn't think he was going to be pre-pitch. Uh, and I, it's the hardest thing to coach. It's the hardest thing to identify. It's a guy's just natural ability. And I think Ole Miss has done a great job identifying uh, the guys that just maybe have that natural instinct. Because you can develop the rest, some footwork, some glove work. But, man, those instincts, they seem to come natural. Steven, great catching up. Hope we can do it again soon. Always good to talk baseball, my friend. Anytime. Thanks for having me. That's Stephen Hill of the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, they're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% pending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These KISS discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So KISS discounts up to 30% off free roses, that's Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my agents. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit FreePayrollQuotes.com for your free quote. Anytime you play sports... Accidents can happen. And your next place should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care gets you back in the game. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you. Appreciate Stephen Head joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. A couple of things there. One, how cool is that to hear That's practice in the background? So, like, that's a great interview, right? Great information, great insight, you know, funny stories. But the ping of the bat behind him makes the interview. It said it all. Just, just like, <laughs> Second, I feel like I owe you just a, a touch of an explanation and maybe even an apology. I, I, I told Borky, I was like, was there anything there, Borky? So it was fun to talk to Stephen Head and just kind of hear from him. But there were some things that I couldn't ask. Like, I really wanted to ask Stephen Head about Landon Sims. I wanted to ask him about Derek Diamond. I wanted to ask him about prospects at Ole Miss and Mississippi State. But the reality is... He is a scout for the Los Angeles Dodgers organization. And normally he would be able to talk very openly to us, with us, about those things. He can't do it right now. No conversations that have any tie to Major League Baseball or scouting because there's a lockout going on. So he can still kind of continue to do his job, which obviously he was doing. He was at a ballpark getting ready to watch a game and scout guys. He just can't talk about it because... It's all shut down right now. So the reason that I couldn't, hey, tell me about what what you see about Landon Sims as a prospect, because I'd really be fascinated to know what somebody in the Dodgers organization, sorry, hey, Dad. I know this guy from Ole Miss to the Dodgers just doesn't want to be my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, So hopefully we'll be able to do that down the road. He did get bumped on my list of longest home runs I've seen at Duty Noble Field this this past year. Cavadas' home run was was longer. You think so? I think so. I think so. They're both just they were both no doubters. Oh my god! I I have watched the call of Dave, Dave Neal's call of that Cavadas, and it's just the ball gets hit and he just goes, "Oh, oh my!" <laughs> <laughs> He realizes what's happened. It's like it cleared the stadium. I remember being in the that press from box home and, too, right? I, I, yeah, I don't think he was there, and I'm just like, I was in the in the press box, and as soon as it went off the bat, all of us were just like, "Oh dear God!" Like that's 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 abuse. Sometimes when a play like a play is so obvious, you don't know exactly what to say. I, there were a bunch of really good dunks on Saturday in the Missouri Texas A and M game. And I went back and was was watching like some of the highlights from the game the other day. And on one dunk, I just went, "Ooh!" I was watching at that moment. No yeah. kidding. I was like, "Ooh!" As all yeah. that came out. Yeah. But it felt fitting. So the um, you know you just try to react in real time. Yeah. And you kind of just try to react the way that everybody else watching would react. Ceasefire text line. Borky made a good point about Auburn and Bruce Pearl. <coughs> Just a couple of years ago, I would have bet good money 
that Pearl would have been watching games from the TV room in the federal penitentiary. But now he is competing for a national championship. Nobody cares about the investigation now. That's from JC and Tupelo. And it's 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 done now, too. Like it's over. It's not done at LSU, but nobody cares. And if Will Wade were winning, I mean, Will Wade might get in trouble, might be on the hot seat at the end of this year. Not because of anything with recruiting, because he's just not winning enough. Simple as that. That's why on Sunday night people were asking me, well, if, and it's a big if, Mississippi State moves on from Ben Hallen, who do you call? And I said, Sean Miller. As long as you can clear him. I guess the, there hasn't been def, a definitive end to that situation with he in Arizona. But what Sean Miller was doing at Arizona is literally legal per the law of the state of Mississippi and the other 49 states in this country. Sean Miller did nothing against today's law, essentially. Now, you can't do what Will Wade did and pay the players yourself, but you can get Mississippi State business owner down the street or whoever to pay the players for you, and you're good to go. That's who I would call because it's legal now. And even if it wasn't, look at how we look at how we embrace people that just win. It's amazing what winning does to us. It's it's a different thing, but Tiger Woods. Remember the Tiger Woods scandal? Hmm? Yeah. But guess what? He came back and won. So nobody cares. They paint rosy pictures about his legacy. And I mean, he's been arrested. He was incredibly unfaithful to his wife. Things that we in society look at as immoral. But it doesn't matter because he won. Yeah. Bruce Pearl and people got a, love sh- a redemption story, but that I'm too. not even sure all of these qualify as a redemption story. No, but Bruce Pearl got a show cause and got fired. Very stupid violations at Tennessee. The fact that you he lost his job for that is pretty pathetic. But still, well, he lost his job because he lied to the NCAA. But he loses his caught. job and gets a show cause. He gets to Auburn and an assistant coach gets arrested, not caught by the NCAA. Caught by the authorities. <laughs> and not a single person cares. Nobody cares because why? He's winning. Yeah, Sean Miller got tied up into this corruption scandal, if you want to call it that, five years ago. If you have to move on from your basketball coach and you can clear him to the point where, like, he, you know, if you can clear him and make sure that there won't be an additional punishment that stops him from being able to do his job. But even then, I would still risk it. What is Sean Miller going to do to your basketball program? He's going to sign great players, and he's going to win with them. Nobody cares about anything else. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park. See, nobody cares. Just say it out loud. We're cheating over here. We're buying players. Nobody cares. Even if you're not cheating. We're doing it completely legally, NIL. Nobody cares. If you're winning, if you're losing, it's like, well, I don't know about that. We don't want to do things the right way here. But if you're winning, you can do what you want. Is the NCAA going to be so angry that they've lost control that somebody is going to get punished for improper NIL stuff? Somebody begged them to. In a press conference just last week. 
He's a fighting Texas Aggie, and he just don't give a damn. See, and the thing about that, they've Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M now has painted themselves into a corner. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, I know in this state, NIL deals are are released. It's, it's information that you can access. They have the to be deals reported. Are the monetary values or not? Right. So you know that the deals exist. So what's going to happen when five star from Florida goes to Texas A and M and at 18 years old, without playing a snap for the Aggies, gets a and big fat nil deal? I mean, Nothing, Matt, Matt Muscona was able to obtain the offer sheets of these guys. He they'll had them in his hand. Was, yeah, they'll say that that was made up, and they'll put a timestamp on the deal that starts the day class starts, and they'll go on their merry way. But you opened yourself up. I mean, you don't have to cooperate, but you know what happens if you get a, a sit-down interview, and you get an 18-year-old kid who's probably a little nervous because he's probably never been questioned by an authority figure before, and he slips up. Before he goes into that interview, Borky, you have a very clear conversation. You, you you bring him into your office say, really, I'm not supposed to talk to you before you do this interview, and so instead of talking to you, I'm going to play this song. I'm going to play you a song. It's a, uh, a song by an incredibly bright artist by the name of Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> I mean, but you got me. It wasn't me. <laughs> So so then, I'm just going to play the role of NCAA investigator. You have one particular Texas A&M signee that goes on Twitter and says, poor kid was trying to defend Texas A&M. And he says, money wasn't the only factor in my decision to go to Texas A&M. If it was all about money, I would have just stayed home. So he implicated two programs. So you need eighteen year old you, you need eighteen year old young man to be really quick on his feet and say, I was talking about the scholarship money. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, talking about the scholarship money. That wasn't the only factor. The the other factors were the you know, the great education, the life experience, the ability to be part of something special like a cult. Um you know. <laughs> The traditions. Those are special. The uh, look. I mean, it wasn't the only thing. Wasn't it? Wasn't the only thing. Point being, they did the eighteen-year-old young man might not be able to pull that off. They said, "Come at us," is what they said. Still, still not fully healed, guys. When you drop in those bombs like that, I got to have some kind of warning. I don't know. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 59. Tonight, clear skies and cold, low around 35. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 65. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 36. And for your Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 66. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, (laughs) almost. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. (laughs) And then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked. But it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their diamond store. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The IRS's plan to use facial recognition technology on taxpayers is being abandoned after pushback from both sides of the aisle. Last week, Senator Roger Wicker had sent a letter to the IRS commissioner asking some very direct questions about the program and how it would be implemented. At that time, 70 million Americans had already submitted to this face scanning process through IDMe's partnerships with a number of federal and state government agencies. Wicker, a member of the Senate Commerce Committee, pointed out that Americans are being asked to provide greater amounts of information to government entities, businesses, and other third parties to obtain necessary services. He says that makes it even more imperative that their privacy and security be protected. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. The only organization representing all of Mississippi agriculture is Farm Bureau, celebrating its 100th year in 2022. From lobbying in Washington to the state capitol in Jackson, Farm Bureau protects farmers' interests. But that's not all. Members can participate in leadership development and educational programs, plus receive money-saving discounts nationwide. Find out what nearly 200,000 member families already know. Farm Bureau, leading, representing, and serving Mississippi agriculture. Bad internet is bad for business. 
We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Great. Hey, Dad. Good laugh with no cough. Unless you hit the cough button. I hit the cough button. He was doubled over. Yeah. Hey, guys. uh, Been a minute. This is Paul in Starkville. Heard the end of the Ben convo. Is State looking to replace him? Yes or no? Thanks, guys. Not today. Get back to me in a few weeks. Why not Patino then, fellas? Feels like that's more than that's not about cheating for players. There's there's more salacious stuff there. That being said, he'd win. He'd win. He's winning at he Iona. Iona. Yeah. He's older. I mean what, he's almost seventy. He's at a very nice age at the moment, but you know, in, in one year. A little old, but that—that's right. Sean Miller's stuff is, you know, paying players NCAA related. Rick Pitino programs have much worse, much worse, and he himself has much worse. You—you you can hire Sean Miller and feel good about it because what he was doing is now allowable with just like one extra step. What he was doing, you can't do today, but just take an additional step and. Launder your money through a local business, and you're all good. You know, it, it's it's easier to do now. Patino's got stuff that <clears throat> you would really have to hold your nose. Really have to hold your nose. And really, although everybody should do this anyway, stop pretending you have any kind of moral standing when it comes to your athletic department. You would have to admit to everybody, we have no morals. We just want to win which is the truth behind the scenes, but hiring Patino is all. We have no morals, and we're telling everybody about it. We just want to win. But, and and God love him and praying. 
Dick Vitale has done so much good for the game of college basketball. You would have Dick Vitale fully on your side if you hired Rick Pitino. He is, he is Team Pitino. If that matters. Probably doesn't at this point. It doesn't really matter this much. Yeah. Um, Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. The spring season of tournaments is underway. That started this past weekend. You triple SA baseball tournament. A little cold. Sun popped out, so it made it a little better. Uh, this past weekend to uh, start things off, there's a lot that is coming up that is on the horizon. First fast-pitch tournament for the uh, 2022 spring season will be on February 19th. April 2nd, that is the date of the M-Trade Park April ambush. Registration filling up fast, so don't miss your chance to play in the best soccer fields in the state of Mississippi, the entire spring tournament lineup, which means U-Triple-S-A baseball, fast pitch, and soccer is available online at mtradepark.com. Check them out, mtradepark.com. Eric Sorensen will join us a little bit later this afternoon on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. So that's coming up at, uh, oh, what, 40 minutes or so from uh, from right now. We'll talk college baseball all over the country with Eric Sorensen in uh, in just a bit. Hey, Dan, what's the buildup for baseball season in Starkville? People talking about it, fired up about it, jazzed up, yeah. like everywhere you go, that's the topic of conversation? I mean... Since the since the clock hit zeros in the egg bowl, it's just all right. Time for baseball. Basketball is not important here in Starkville. Yes, is, is that because are of basketball or or? I think if the basketball team was better, there might have been some more enthusiasm for it. But people are ready. They're ready to get back to Duty Noble. Opening weekend times were uh, finally announced today: three p.m. Friday, two p.m. Saturday, one p.m. Sunday. Uh, for Mississippi State and Long Beach State. Yeah. And State, really weird situation. I don't know if we brought this up, but due to some rescheduling, State has a home basketball game Friday night of that week. They have uh, Missouri at 6 p.m., yep. so you can get a double dip of MSU baseball and basketball. Um, By yes. the way, on the basketball front, that's a weird weekend. They're playing Missouri at 6 Friday o'clock and... on Friday night, and then they're turning mm-hmm. around and playing on Sunday in Columbia against Missouri yeah. again. Right, they were. I think it was. It's the road game is the one that got uh, canceled back in January. So yeah, but yes, the, to say there's a fever pitch, to say there's a lot of excitement would be really, really understating it. The people are ready to see the the reigning national champions uh, back on the field. Yeah, I think it's the same thing in Oxford. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be in Hattiesburg too. Oh, no question. No question. But it's like everywhere you go, this is kind of what people are talking about. Man, this team's going to be able to swing it. What's the rotation yeah. going to be like? I think that plays a role in, in the excitement, too, is that every both, all three teams, especially State and Ole Miss, know that the ball's going to be leaving the yard. And that's got to get you excited. Everybody wants to see the long ball. So, I mean, you know, I think it's an State and Atlanta. the long ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, dudes dig the long ball, too. Yeah, they do. So, uh, you know, I mean, everybody's excited to see Landon Sims, in, you know, here in the still of the night in the first inning instead of the ninth. But I, I think people are more, more excited about this Bulldog lineup and, and all the, the batters they've got. And I would imagine the same is true in Oxford, especially when there's so many questions for both of them. Like, okay, 
We know who's going on Friday, but who who? what's the rest of the rotation? Well, I don't know just yet, but I know who's hitting the ball. Yeah. Well, and similar, and Borky joked about Mike Bianco's 36-minute press conference. Which? 36 minutes. It's impressive. Was that before he took any questions, or did that yeah, include It was like questions? 14 minutes without questions. Yeah. It's a long opening statement. His opening statement lasted five minutes longer than basically every Lane Kiffin press conference. Well, a couple of things. One, Mike is a better and more engaging talker than Lane Kiffin. And he two, cares to be there. He goes to the podium with bullet points and notes for that particular event. And that's the deal where he gives like state of the program, what he's excited about, Questions that he thinks he's going to get, he addresses before they're even asked, and then he gives you like the full one through nine position lineup, rotation, bullpen, all that good stuff, and then he opens it up for questions and ends up repeating himself on on some of those things. By the way, Mike Bianco will join us on, I say will join us, I've got a conversation, sit-down conversation with Mike Bianco on Friday morning, and so we will have that for you on Friday afternoon this week. And uh, it'll be some of what he talked about in his in his opening um, his media day press conference. We'll talk about guys returning and expectations for the program and all of that stuff. We, we've done this several years in a row, so uh, have a chance to uh, visit with him and uh, be a little bit longer conversation coming your way on Friday afternoon. Ceasefire text line. I think Kellum Clark will get at least twenty homers this season. That was the uh, the text message that followed. Yeehaw! Finally, baseball. Twenty is a lot. That's a lot. That probably lead the conference. I don't know. Twenty is a bit. Ooh. Mm mm mm. You think twenty will lead the conference? Nope. You're gonna have. You will have at least five players in the SEC with twenty home runs this year. At least. All right. Is that a bold prediction? I'm trying. Like to, I'm it. trying to. I'm trying to find out. You had two last year, so three additional. Who, who were the two last year? West Dylan Clark. Cruz. No. West okay. Clark and Judd Fabian. Ooh. Cruz and West Clark 12. hit like eleven of those in the first month of the season. He had a lot of non-conference home runs. Then Will Frizzell had eighteen. My, my, these are the right stats. Yeah. If Dylan I, I'll Cruz go. at LSU will hit 20. Elko uh, hits 20. How many Fully ACLs healthy? does he have? Yeah, I mean, if, assuming he tears his ACL week one, I would imagine he gets 20 pretty easily. Ole Miss is going to have a player with 20 home runs this year. Yeah, I think State will too, but I don't I don't know that it's Cullen Clark. And, and I don't know that I would pick... Elko. I could see Kevin Graham hitting 20. Here, here's what I need to see more of, okay? Everything I've heard is that the offseason and fall improvement from where he was to where he is for Kemp Alderman is doesn't look like the same player. You remember Kemp Alderman hit the big bomb against LSU to finish that comeback on Sunday, and they, they won it, and it was crazy. That dude is is a guy that looks like when he swings the bat, if it makes contact, it's leaving the yard every single time. Just a 
big old ox of a guy. If Kemp Alderman can do something besides guess and hit a fastball, like if he lays off bad pitches and, and has quality at bats and shortens up that swing just a little bit, he could be a 20 home run guy. Elko could be too. Sports Talk Mississippi. Arkansas has got a couple of guys that could hit 20. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call them at 601-605-4443. Delays southbound on 49 in Richland from Old 49 down to Harper. Also seeing delays starting to stack up on 20 westbound at the stack, at least to Gallatin. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. Love has its own special timing, doesn't it? When you're ready, you both just know it. So how about this Valentine's Day? Can you think of a better time to get engaged? Guys, it's perfect. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company, where you'll find ten times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings. She'll love. Complete with your center diamonds starting under $2,000. With Juniker's interest-free, flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. And whatever your budget, I promise we can make it happen. You see, guys, love has its own timing, and maybe that time for you is now. This Valentine's, come to Juniker's. When you're ready, we're ready. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Baroni'sTreePros.com. That's Baroni'sTreePros.com. 
Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Broadcasting of the disturbed continues. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Scrolling through the SEC 2021 numbers. And evidently the ones I had were just regular season because Dylan Cruz finished here with 18 home runs. He had 19. Well, I don't know what to do. I'm looking at ESPN. It says he has 18 here. It says Gavin Dugas had 19. I'm sorry. Dugas had 19 and Cruz had 18. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Still only two guys with 20. Right. Yeah. I was just scrolling through the pitching numbers. Five's a lot, man. Did we adequately put into perspective how good Doug McKaysey was last year? He's great. Like, in real time, you see it. Man, he's so good, and you talk about that. But when you go back and you go, okay, he was fourth in ERA, fourth in opposing batting average, eighth in (laughs) innings pitched for the season, third in strikeouts, uh... Tied for second in wins. Started the well, he didn't start as many games as some other guys did because there was there was some injury in there a little bit along the way. Yeah. The the combination of Doug Nikhazy at the front end of the weekend and Taylor Broadway closing it out, Ole Miss got to figure the back end. I mean, people have talked a lot about depth of the Ole Miss bullpen this year, and there is a lot there. Taylor Broadway had 16 saves last year, and he finished 24 games. They were really good. Yeah. The front of the rotation and the back end of the game. And when you look at the, these numbers, like you were just saying, I mean, when you see Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan at every basically every batting uh, statistic, I mean that, that's a lot to replace. It's a lot to replace. All right, so so let's do that, right? Batting average. Tanner Allen led the SEC. He hit three eighty three. Uh slugging percentage, Tanner Allen seventh in the SEC. <clears throat> On base percentage, Tanner Allen second in the SEC. Runs scored. Rowdy Jordan, 
led the SEC with 74. Tanner Allen, third in the league with 72. Hits, Tanner Allen, tops in the conference, 100. Number two, by the way, was the freshman Jacob Gonzalez at Ole Miss. Rowdy Jordan, seventh with 87 hits last year. Runs batted in, tied for first. Tanner Allen, 66. Holy cow. Doubles, Rowdy Jordan, 22. Triples, Tanner Allen, 5. By the way, Tanner Allen was third in doubles as well. Third in doubles, yeah. Yeah. Total bases, Tanner Allen second, Rowdy Jordan fourth. It's crazy, man. Those two guys were good. They were good baseball players. There were were two offensive categories that stood out to me for, holy cow, this was so far ahead of everybody else, it's insane. Justin Bench, Ole Miss third baseman slash outfielder slash wherever else they needed to play other than pitcher, was hit by pitch 29 times last year. The next closest was John Rhodes at Kentucky with 18 and Gavin Dugas at LSU with 18. I'm surprised Roddy Jordan went in there. He got plucked a lot. He was fourth at 17. There you go, yeah. But Justin Bench was hit 11 more times than the next closest. And then this is mind-boggling. Enrique Bradfield was caught stealing more than anybody else in the SEC. Well, he and Trey Morgan at LSU. They were both caught stealing six times. But Enrique Bradfield attempted 53 stolen bases in the season last year. I'm at Vanderbilt center fielder. Next closest, Austin Schultz at Kentucky with 24. Enrique Bradfield stole 47 bases. 25 more than Schultz at Kentucky and 27 more than Cameron James at Mississippi State. He stole more bases than number two and number three on this list combined. He stole more bases than two and three combined attempted. Yeah, you're right, correct. That's the same, it's tied, 47, yeah. It's crazy. He's good, good baseball player. And he's fast. Yeah. All right, so in terms of who can hit 20 home runs, Jason, this is a uh, this is a good submission. Jacob Berry hit 17 as a freshman at Arizona. He's now at LSU. And, oh, by the way, High Corbett Field is massive. I'm just going out on a limb, and I know the ball was flying in June in Arizona. I understand that. I'm just going out on a limb here and telling you when the wind shifts, that band box in Baton Rouge, sorry, Matt Moscona, I know you I know you love to crack on Swayze Field as being a pitcher's park or a hitter's park rather. I don't know if there's anywhere in the league where the ball flies better than it does at LSU. If Jacob Berry has the season he had a year ago as a sophomore at LSU, he might hit twenty five. He's good. Really good. We'll be back. Professional Professional 601-345-89 FM. 
I'm Rich Dennison. Republican congressional leaders are reacting to the Republican National Committee censure of two House GOP members. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell reacting to a Republican National Committee resolution over the weekend censuring House Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for joining the House Committee investigating January 6th. That's not the job of the RNC. Some House Republicans have pushed leadership to remove Cheney and Kinzinger from the conference. Fox's Jared Halpert on Capitol Hill. Several states are easing mask mandates as COVID cases decline. Democratic governors in Connecticut, Delaware, New Jersey, and Oregon have announced plans to lift school mask requirements over the coming weeks. A group of doctors and scientists is urging schools to make masks optional by February 15 and restore school activities to pre-pandemic norms. Fox's Jonathan Sari in Atlanta. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available. Available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm J.T. Mitchell and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. On average, Mississippians spend about a quarter of their income on items that are subject to the state sales tax. Your mortgage, your insurance, your gasoline, your medicine, your utilities, uh, and even your groceries that we're cutting in half under our plan. None of those things are subject to the sales tax. House Speaker Philip Gunn argues that even though the sales tax would go up to 8.5% under his chamber's plan to phase out income tax, Mississippians would still end up with a lot more money in their pockets. On the other hand, the Senate has come up with their own tax reform proposal. As Senator Josh Harkins explains, it doesn't completely phase out the income tax, but it does offer taxpayers a rebate. You would receive a rebate of up to 5% of what you paid with a minimum of $100 and it capped at 1000 The differences between the competing proposals are vast, making it unknown how much room for compromise there might be. To read more about this story, go to supertalk.fm forward slash news. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you are aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
The Mississippi House of Representatives is working avidly once again to create an outdoor stewardship trust fund. Last week, the chamber passed two bills in block with a vote of 117 to 4. Even though the Senate has introduced their own version of the bill, Representative Scott Bowne says he hopes his cross-chamber counterparts will come around to passing his. We've got two good pieces of legislation out there, so I'm, 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 uh, hope I have the opportunity, and I'm sure I will, and we'll make the opportunity to talk to, you know, the, uh, some of the senators and hopefully the uh, lieutenant governor and his staff. And, and see if we can find some common ground on this. And I'd like for the common ground to be this bill right here. A couple of the biggest differences between the two chambers' legislation is the inclusion of private lands, as well as a larger board for project selection, which are both featured in the House bills. And if you're on the way home right now and in South Mississippi, you can find the cheapest gas in the state at the Marathon in Pascagoula for just $2.25 per gallon. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrating its 100th year in 2022 is the largest general farm organization in the state. But whether you're a farmer or a consumer, Farm Bureau works for you through its many policies and programs. And we can also help your money grow. From discounts on automobiles, mowers, and equipment to hotels, car rentals, and vacations, Farm Bureau's got you covered. Join today and download the member savings app so you'll have over 200,000 discounts at your fingertips. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Five o'clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, and you. You want to be a part of the conversation? Join us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Check them out online at buyfordnow.com. At Ford, they have the freshest lineup of 2022 SUVs in America, like Ford Escape, Ford Edge, or Ford Explorer. All were named 2021 IIHS top safety picks. The SUVs of the future weren't built for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Orky, you pose a question today for the College Football Fix, and I am curious, before we actually get to the question, what's the genesis of this? Uh... Needing content for the show? 
Okay. No, I mean, there's I just a, didn't know if it there was... is a segment that uh, that Ford is so graceful to sponsor that is asking us to talk college football, and I felt like Auburn was just kind of talked out at least until we get some movement. And so let's do this. Okay. Well, I mean, I like I did, I guess I meant I didn't know if this was like something you were just sitting sitting around twiddling your thumbs and thinking. And, oh, that I mean, that happens know, well, all the time. That's uh, that's basically every day. So this was just one of those thoughts I have throughout the day. We uh, rightfully so spend a lot of time about, or a lot of time talking about the imbalance of power in college football. There are haves and there's very few haves, and there are have-nots, and there is very little upward mobility. There's a lot of downward mobility, not very much upward mobility, but there is some. There is a chance for a have-not to become a have. Look at Clemson. What was Clemson before Dabo Sweeney took over? Irrelevant. I mean, the only headlines that Clemson had made since 1981 was a fight against South Carolina in which the front page of the newspaper in my hometown was a South Carolina player stomping on the back of the head of a Clemson player. That's all we had, really, until Dabo Sweeney took over in terms of national relevance. And now look at them. They're one of college football's powers. My question is, who's next? Is Clemson going to fall off? I think so. I think they've got a coach that is unwilling to adapt, and that will kill him. After a tough start to the year, I mean, Clemson had to kind of scratch and claw their way through the season. But they finished the regular season 9-3, and three, didn't they? Yeah, ten and three, and with the bowl win. So yeah, they won a bowl they, game. Uh, they so, they, so they the turned it around. Clemson was ten, ten. Now we we can all agree that one, it was in the ACC, and two, it looked it did not look like Clemson has looked. It looks different, and they lose the the leader of what really held that team together, which was their defense. Yeah. And Venables, their longtime DC, is gone. It's true. I do think it's going to be fascinating to watch over the next four or five years if Clemson is able to do what you say, Borky, they're not going to be able to do, which is kind of like reconstitute themselves, which will take a little bit of a willingness to change at the top from Dabo, or if they had a great run and then they just kind of slide back into, you know, eight to nine win land, seven to ten win land which is decidedly not where they've been for the last few years. Sorry, but I derailed it. Your question was who's next. So I have, a, I have an answer, I think. I'm going to go with Baylor. Baylor's about to be the top dog in a conference without Texas and Oklahoma, but it's still a power five by all definitions, right? And if we go to a 12-team playoff, it doesn't really matter. I love Aranda. I think he's a great coach. And... You know, there's there's going to be something to be said about being kind the, the, the best. Anti Dabo too. Yeah, yeah. So I and I, I think that I think there's something to be said about being the the biggest Big Twelve program in Texas. You may not get those elite kids, but you can get good kids there. Plenty there's plenty of talent in Texas to go around, and I think he's a good developmental coach. I, I just see I just see them being the big dog in the Big Twelve. In the revamped Big Twelve, is Southern Cal a cop out answer? 
Kind of. I mean, that's that's kind a traditional of? power. They can, they, they them getting back. It's them get. They would be getting back to being so, a power. So, so yeah, okay. So so we're saying, yeah, who's been just a very average program for an extended period of time that is about to take a step into into that consistent yeah. New Year's Six bowl territory. Right. Ter- right. Territory. Right. Tough word. Southern yeah. Cal's mid- not a bad answer, a, though. A mid-tier program that's about to become a year-in, year-out top ten program. Okay, Is so there clearly it's Ole Miss. Oh, my God. <laughs> These guys, I tell you. Well, I was being a little funny, and I was doing that solely for just, your just benefit. Just to get the reaction. Man. I know. But, but, what if Ole Miss is on the verge of becoming a consistent what they were last year? I know we talk about generational quarterbacks and cycles and whatnot, but here's what I'm getting at. By the way, I'm not predicting that Ole Miss is about to roll into the decade of success that Clemson had. I'm, I'm I'm not predicting that. But what if Lane Kiffin was ahead of the curve and was kind of playing chess on this whole transfer portal thing? And he does have the ability to kind of shape the culture of a locker room because of the fact that he just approaches it from a pro mentality. Pro mindset, I think, is their their buzz phrase. And they're able to just kind of restock it so that there's not a fall off. So, So here would be the cycle, though, right? So that they, they won 10 and they got to the Sugar Bowl. And then you got to win 9 or 10 again this coming year. And if you do it again the following year, now you've kind of elevated things as a program. And maybe you don't change, but maybe you tweak the recruiting philosophy a little bit because you're getting interest because you've been a household name for three years or four years, or whatever the time frame is, and now maybe the high school recruiting profile gets a little bit better, but he doesn't really abandon, we're just going to bring in guys from the transfer portal because we've proven that this is a model that can work, (laughs) not just to our fans and ourselves, but we've proven to transfers that if you come here, you can be successful and we can get you to the next stage. All of that revolves around one guy, Jackson Dart. He has to be able to provide the kind of leadership and and production that Matt Corral did. Because if he doesn't do that, everything else is kind of for naught. You, you can't win big if your quarterback's not great. And I think we lost you for a second. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying in that you got to have stellar quarterback play. And we'll see what that looks like, whether it's Jackson Dart or, or Luke Altmeyer. I mean, Borky, the thing that we've seen under sorry, I did that for your benefit. The thing that we've I do seen it under too, Lane every Kiffin, day, so it's fun. The thing that we've seen under Lane Kiffin is production at the quarterback position. Everywhere. Every all of them. Blake Sims forward. And I mean, really going back farther than that. I mean, going back to his time as head coach at Southern Cal, etc. Here's one, Borky. Here's a suggestion. Somebody says, I think Tennessee. 
That's another one getting back, though. Yeah, I think at this point they've been gone so long. It, I mean, I was alive when Tennessee won the national championship. I don't remember a second of it. All right, okay, if the so guys you're you... recruiting weren't alive when you were last on top of the college football world, I think you can qualify here. Like, I think Miami is a, a – that was the first thing that came to my mind, is Miami is going to soon enter that. Where that's they're very much one of a getting back. Right. Because they were on top of the college Tennessee football world. Tennessee only had one. I mean, you got to go back a long way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when Peyton Manning was there, they were really good. And they, they, I mean, they were good. If you, you know, they won the East in a one. Guys, I'm 30 in a month and a few days, and I don't remember at all, at all, Tennessee's last national championship. I don't remember a second. Of it. I was six. Yeah, I think that that can qualify here. If you've been gone that long, you count. Yeah, more coming up with you. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Seeing delays 55 southbound from High Street down to the stack. Also seeing delays westbound on 20, uh, at least to Gallatin. Also seeing delays on Lakeland southbound at Airport. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at Fillmore BuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Glad to have you along this afternoon. Time for us to go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Eric Sorensen joins us for the first time this year as we are now just 10 days away from the start of the college baseball season. Eric writes at d1baseball.com and other places. What's up, my friend? So good to see you. Well, look, Rich, I got the call from uh, from your producer this morning, and I was pinching myself. I was like, when I get a call from uh, Richard Cross and the, and the gang, that means college baseball is almost here. So I'm kind of geeked, and uh, I almost feel like I'm not quite ready for it yet. But, but uh, yeah, it's something we're certainly looking forward to at the D1 baseball site. You know that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we, we've talked yeah. about a lot of different things leading into the season. We'll just focus on the SEC today. It sure. feels very different this year going into the season than it did just a year ago where you had guys going into the year like Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter and yeah. Doug Nikhazy and Hoagland and guys at Arkansas, and we didn't know what we knew at the end of the year about Will Bednar and Landon Sims, but what we knew was arms were everywhere. <laughs> this yeah. year it feels like there yeah. are a lot of questions at the front of the rotation for a bunch of teams. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it because it's kind of weird because you know all these teams are going to be good, like LSU and Vanderbilt and Mississippi State, Ole Miss, but you're certainly looking at a lot of question marks with, you know, Vanderbilt not having those two big guns, but they've still got guys that are going to be high-round draft picks, Patrick Riley and Christian Little, uh, guys you might not have heard much of before. Uh, they're going to step to the front, uh, Mississippi State, you know, I mean, they're going to be they're going to be going with Landon Sims apparently in the in the weekend rotation, trying and trying him out. At last I heard, so that's kind of a question mark. LSU certainly a question mark with all their pitching they lost, but they're kind of rolling the dice with uh, with uh, Devin Fontenot moving him from a from a closer's role to a starter's role as well, and that hasn't worked out. LSU has a proud history of not having that work out in guys <laughs> like you know, Carl Hess and Jaden Hill last year. I mean, he was the big stud, top ten draft pick. And they used him at the front of the rotation, and he he got just you know rocked by Oral Roberts. I think his ERA ended up above six. So, yeah, a lot of question marks this year. And and, and but you still have to look at it overall, Rich, and just say you know what this this is uh, SEC caliber pitching that you know is going to be good. Let's just throw it out there and and see how it performs. You know they're probably going to be okay, but it is it is weird to have these many question marks all around the SEC. 
And I guess the fascinating thing is if we look up in May and go, man, would you believe the arms in the league once again? You didn't know their names at the beginning of the year, but you do now. Right. Yeah. I, I guess, too, that I'm forgetting about is Florida with Hunter Barco and, and Brandon Sproat. I, you know, both of those guys kind of the same way. They're going to be high-round draft picks. Maybe not first round, uh, but they could be. Barco could be going the first round. But, yeah, you yeah. just can have a lot of guys that, you know, come April and May – Hell, maybe even earlier than that, you're going to see guys that are that are really dominant, and and uh, and it's going to be just the same old ACC. You just, the only difference is this year we kind of questioned it a little bit more than we did in past years, you know. So the opposite of that is the offensive piece. We were talking earlier today. Last year, you had two guys in the SEC that hit more than 20 home runs: uh, West mm-hmm. Park at South Carolina, and guys, help me yeah. out. Who was the other? I, anyway, uh, there was one other. I, I don't remember who the other one. Yeah. Point was, there were only two. You could make an argument that there are going to be ten guys this year that hit twenty bombs, and I don't think it's a crazy well, argument. No, Rich. In fact, I'm just looking at your old Miss Rebels right there at the very top. Uh, you know, Gonzalez, Graham, and Elko. All of those guys. Yeah, all of those guys are back. They both had double digit numbered home runs. Uh, and you know they got the short porches in some of these parks too, so I think that's going to be. I think you're going to see a, a return of power. And of course, that LSU lineup, geez, not since the '27 Yankees has it been that good of a lineup put together. It seems like we should say that way. At, at least at the top of Arizona. And, and you know what? I'm curious. I'm curious what Jay Johnson does with. Is it two, three, four? Is it three, four, five? And what's the yeah. combination with Jacob Berry and Gavin Dugas and Dylan Cruz? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to figure Trey uh, Trey Walker is going to be the uh, going to be the guy that leads off. Uh, Trey Morgan, sorry, Trey, Trey Morgan is going to be yeah. the guy that leads off. But yeah, you could just uh, you could inter interspace anybody like Gavin Doughty or Gavin Dugan, K Doughty as well. But just you could intersperse anybody in there, and they're just gonna they're just. Gonna be, I think it's a thing where you kind of mix it up early on and just see what clicks and go with the hot hand type of thing. But it'll be interesting to see how. It'll be interesting to see how LSU does with all the expectations as well, because everybody's talking so much about those sticks. You know, maybe they get a little shaky start because of it. They're pressing a little bit. That happens a lot of times, but so much talent there, man. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard pressed to see them actually not having a good year, you know? So you live on the West Coast. You, you keep up with Pac 12 baseball more than we do. Obviously, there's some folks in our neck of the woods that were pretty tuned into what Arizona was because Ole Miss Arizona Super Regional last year. Yeah, that's this transition, right. Jay Johnson, Tucson to Baton Rouge. You, do you like how this works out long term? Very weird. I, I don't. I don't. I won't say he's not going to succeed because he's done great wherever he's been. You know, as an assistant USD, that's San Diego, uh, Nevada, where he took him to the NCAA tournament, and then down to Arizona, where he took him within a, a single of the national championship. I guess you could say. But it's just weird. He's such a West Coast guy, and some of the people I talk to out here, some of his good buds, are kind of like, you know, what? Well, he's got a great gig there. He's not going to fail because he's got so many resources. But this is a guy that's kind of coming in from out. It's like Jerry DiNardo coming down to coach the football team. He, they loved him at first, and then when he started to kind of slip up a little, they're <laughs> going to jump on his back, man. They're going to be in his grill saying, hey, you got to start winning. So, yeah, I, I think they're going to have a short lease on poor Jay. But Jay's such a good coach and such a good guy. I think he's going to do fine there. Um, but, again, it does kind of concern me that, as as Tony Kornhauser says, in the SEC, they'll put the sold sign out for you on your front lawn if you have a bad you – know, in LSU, if you have a couple bad weekends, not just a bad year. So I think he's – you know what, Rich, though, to be honest with you, I think he's going to do great because 
he's had he's got more uh, more of a facility and resources at his at his hands than he's ever had, and he did so well with Arizona and Nevada in the past. I think it kind of shows. You know, it's kind of like Paul Maneri when he came down from Notre Dame. When he, if he can win at Notre Dame, he's really going to do well with uh, with the resources at LSU. And you know, he did win a national championship in his first few years. So I, I see Jay Johnson doing pretty well, but. Any quick slip up, he might have he might some angry Cajuns after him, you know. Eric, the, you you might have just caused an issue. So the makeup of the state of Mississippi is obviously heavily Ole Miss and Mississippi State. The farther south he goes, yeah. Miss. The number of LSU fans on the Mississippi Gulf Coast that may have just driven off the road when you compared their new baseball coach to Jerry Donardo, they may be <laughs> sending you the bill for the uh, the the car. <laughs> Repairs. <laughs> oh, believe me, Rich. I'm an LSU grad, so I, I know what they're all. I know what that fan base is all about. And you know, same with Ole Miss, Mississippi State, just so rabid. Uh, it's it's both great and a little bit of a curse at the same time. And poor Jerry Donardo, he gets such a bad deal. But yeah, he he kind of had a rough go of it in those last few years. <laughs> Can I get Texas A&M with the hire of Jim Schlossnagel? Yeah, that's another one that seems a little weird to me because he was. Because I don't know if we talked about it before, Rich, but I remember visiting with Jim Slostinger at TCU, and I asked, hey, Jim, where do you live, by the way? And he points over from the stadium where we're at, points over to this house, three houses away. He goes, that's my house right there. I was like, you live that close to TCU? You have this much success. I'm never going to put you out as a guy that's going to be, you know, a candidate for another job. But here he is going to their rival, sort of. You know, it's a team that the postseason, TCU and A&M have met many times. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, and, and kind of the same thing with uh, with Jay Johnson going from Arizona, which has a great backing. But you go from that to LSU, and, and you know it's it's a it's a quantum leap jump. TCU's got a great got great backing as well, good facilities. But now he's just amping it up even more at A and M. So even though it seems weird to me personally, I think he'll do fine. And 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 you know A and M's A and M's certainly got one of the more rabid student sections of any college baseball place in the country. So you know they're going to love him now as as much as they used to hate him because they used to always get beat by TCU to to go to Omaha. But I think he's going to do fine. He's proven it. I mean, this is a guy that proved it at UNLV before he went to TCU. He won forty seven games in the desert there. So you got to figure he's going to be able to you know kind of adapt to wherever he's going to go to. All right, give me your winners. Who who wins the East? Who wins the West this year? Oh my God, the West is so bizarre because it it literally all the teams are going to be really good. In fact, Rich, I even had Alabama in my eight for Omaha right after the last College World Series. I had them in my eight for Omaha, but then I didn't realize that Connor Prelip wasn't. He's their first yeah. round draft pitcher. But everybody else, you know, Auburn might be down a little bit, but my God, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, obviously Arkansas and LSU. It's hard to pick against Mississippi State, and, and I and I know that's kind of kind of kissing ass a little bit, uh, but there's still so much talent there. Nine of the twelve pitchers they use in Omaha are coming back, so I'm going to go for now with Mississippi State, uh, and and then I, I have to go with Vanderbilt. I have them at I had them at number three in my preseason rankings uh, for Athlons Magazine, so I'll go with Vanderbilt just because they they just re, they just you know reuse guys. I'm sorry, reshuffle guys in and out of there and can. And can win with just about any combination, you know, with Tim Corbin still at the controls. So those are my picks. But man, hey, Rich, take them as shaky as you want to. Put it that way. Well, that's uh, that's fair, and we will allow you to amend them, perhaps <laughs> as the uh, the season goes along. Hope this yeah, is the first of many conversations do. over the next few months, my friend. Great to oh, catch yeah. up, and uh, always enjoy talking ball. Yeah, thanks for sharing the airwaves, Rich. Appreciate it, man.
Eric Sorensen, D1 Baseball. You can read his preview at uh, Athlon as well. And uh, follow him on Twitter at Stitch underscore Head. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back with you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 59. Tonight, clear skies and cold, low around 35. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 65. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 36. And for your Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 66. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Start off the new year with explosive savings. During our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. Ugh. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. On average, Mississippians spend about a quarter of their income on items that are subject to the state sales tax. Your mortgage, your insurance, your gasoline, your medicine, your utilities, uh, and even your groceries that we're cutting in half under our plan. None of those things are subject to the sales tax. House Speaker Philip Gunn argues that even though the sales tax would go up to 8.5% under his chamber's plan to phase out income tax, Mississippians would still end up with a lot more money in their pockets. 
On the other hand, the Senate has come up with their own tax reform proposal. As Senator Josh Harkins explains, it doesn't completely phase out the income tax, but it does offer taxpayers a rebate. You would receive a rebate of up to 5% of what you paid with a minimum of $100 and it capped at 1000 The differences between the competing proposals are vast, making it unknown how much room for compromise there might be. To read more about this story, go to supertalk.fm forward slash news. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borke, Brian Haydad. Always good to catch up with Eric Sorensen on the uh, Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. One message that says, of course, the Natty Champs will be there at the end. So we'll see. Yeah. So was... Was Friday this past Friday move-in day at the dude? So, I believe that's correct. Yes. I just noticed that we had this picture here, and it got me thinking. So, I've been to a bunch of Mississippi State games in Starkville, old stadium, new stadium, and have spent some time in the outfield, left field lounge primarily. And I've always noticed grills, but I've never really paid attention to like types of grills and whatnot. I don't know why, Brian, I went down this road, but I did. How elaborate are the cooking setups? I'm sorry, I said Brian. I meant Hey Dad. Yeah, my friends call me Hey Dad. Yeah, I know. Um, how elaborate are the cooking setups in, like, the different outfield spots, or has that changed with the new configuration where you can just kind of do a small grill and that's it? Uh, as my walkthroughs, I mean, you've got some big grills out there, but it's nothing overly... 
elaborate. For the most part, it's it's pretty basic. I've seen a couple of green eggs out there, um, but for the most part, so yeah, what, I guess that's kind of what I was curious about. I mean, will you have somebody that'll do like green egg? Do you have people that yeah. do the griddle? And oh yeah, 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 the, definitely. Oh, you'll definitely see a, a couple of griddles out there for sure, for sure. If you had a space that was yours, mm-hmm. uh, let's just say that uh, Brother Everett Kennard decided he didn't want to he didn't want a space in the outfield anymore, and he was giving you his. Okay, what would be your cooking setup? You're about to get a text from Big E saying, "Well, that's not possible." No, but that's not possible. No, but, but just, uh, but just if that hypothetical happened, I mean, how would you set up your cooking station? Just sort of similar to what people have out there right now. I'd have I'm, the grill I have right now would be really good out there in the uh, in the left field lounge because it's it's a big surface area grill, but it's also got the side box for smoking. If I want to go that route, if I want to do a brisket or something like that, so yeah, I mean, just just I keep it pretty simple. That's not the answer I wanted. I, I like I wanted I mean, elaborateness. Do you put the grill at the top or down yes. by the fence? I'm a I would be a grill at the top guy. That way you can get out easier, you know. You're not impeding anybody's view. But if you're the grill master, doesn't that give you license to be on the front row and everybody else can just deal with it because you're ah. feeding them? Yeah. I, I don't mind. I, I would be on the back. I got you. Borky, how would you set yours up? I would put it in the back. That's Multiple where it belongs. grills or just one cooking surface? Yeah, it depends. Depends on the size of my group and stuff. No, I would do multiple surfaces. I, I am going to buy whenever I get money, which based on my current trajectory will be 2037. Somewhere around there is when I'll be able to buy one of these. 15 I, years. I, I want a big flat top. I, I have seen so Not many people use good flat tops like what you get it the same kind of technology at hibachi places but you can do so much with that i want one of those you're just so talking bad. blackstone griddle just a flat top blackstone griddle if that's what it's called the, the diversity of what you can cook and how good you can make it on a flat top might be superior to grills because you can just do more with them all at once that's the thing. You can do everything all at the same time. 36-inch, four-burner, hardtop griddle, Borky. He's only $350. Only. Oh, you can afford that. Come on. You can do it. Tell your yeah, wife maybe, he's not getting something else. I don't know. May, maybe by 2037 will, will, will be when that. But, that, yeah, I would want one of those. So I'd do regular grill because people, you know, you just got to do a grill, right? But I think the flat top creates some... Uh, menu diversity that you can't get on a grill. Also, burgers are better on flat tops anyway. So if you're going that route. True story. That's very true. You think so? They're cooking their own fat. Got to have that crust on there. That's what makes a good burger. Yeah, I I know you guys are big skillet (coughs) steak guys. Oh, yeah. Reverse sear and all that. And I've gone down that road, and they're plenty good. Hey, there's something about throwing a steak on the grill, though, that's still pretty darn good. Like, I've kind of gone back to that and and stopped doing the cast iron, you know, stovetop to the oven or oven to the stovetop, you know, however you want to do it, and just kind of gone back to the grill for that. Like, get it super hot, like, you know, 500-plus degrees, and then just go quick on the, the, the grill? That's just me. 
Whatever you like, though. That's true. That's the most By the way, if you're trying to figure out if this is a food Friday, it's not. We were just talking about the left field lounge. Finished up with Eric Sorensen a second ago. What do you think of his prediction? He said it was. Uh, he said he might have been kissing up a little bit, but that's not what he said. <laughs> that's not what he said. Uh, you can hear everything that Eric Sorensen said if you go back and get the uh, Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. It's free. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. But he said it's hard for him to pick against Mississippi State in the West. Hey, Dad, if you're making picks, would you pick State to win the West? Feels like it's. I would be between State and Arkansas. I just feel like those are the top two teams. Ole Miss is my my clear number three, then LSU, and then Auburn, Alabama, A and M. You can jumble them up. I probably put A Alabama fifth, A and M sixth, and Auburn seventh. Yeah. If those three finish. If it finishes in that order, Mississippi State and or LSU and or Ole Miss. And Vanderbilt runs away with the East. Are those four national seeds? Yeah. Yeah, easily. I mean, and that's what it was last year, right? Oh, no, you're talking about eight top eight? Yeah. Four is a lot. It is. So, I mean, Vandy, if you say run away with the East, sure. And then the West winner, sure. And then it just depends on how close it is, you know. If State's 21 and, and 9 and Arkansas is 20 and 10 and Ole Miss is 18 and 12, yeah, could, could be there. Should, could you, be you could. You could have yeah. that. Yeah. Then, then yeah. You could. So you think it, it – it, I mean, I know you were going hypothetical there, but you think it takes 21 wins to win the West this year? Last year was 22 for Arkansas, and they were great. I mean, they didn't lose a series the whole time. 21 is probably going to – usually 20 is good enough, but 21 would probably for sure do it, I think. I think this might be a year where 19 and 11 wins the West. We'll see. Because I think the teams are so good, especially offensively, you're going to see some beating up on each other. Yeah. I mean, you could see – but the teams were so good pitching last year, and you know Arkansas was able to get to twenty-two. Yeah, but they had the combination of the two things, right? I mean, they yeah. swung it as well as anybody in the country, and then yeah. they rolled Kevin Copps out twice a weekend to shut it down. Yeah, and State still won twenty last year. So I mean, yeah, it's they got um, swept by Arkansas. I guess I was kind of thinking like a round robin, where if you put Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and LSU. <laughs> In a group, mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't be shocked to see Mississippi State win a series against LSU and against Arkansas, but lose a series to Ole Miss. Okay, maybe that might shock you a little bit because it hasn't happened in a while, but you understand what I'm saying. Or Ole Miss loses a series to Mississippi State, but they win the series against Arkansas and win the series against LSU. Or, or, or LSU gets two against Arkansas and they get two against Mississippi State, but they lose a series to Ole. Uh, you know, it, it just feels like that group could really be jumbled up and then not lose a lot of games otherwise. And Mississippi State's draw against the East is, East is more difficult than Ole Miss's draw against the East this year. Mm-hmm. Both miss Vanderbilt, but State gets Florida and Georgia. 
Florida, I don't think Georgia? it's what? Georgia and Kentucky, is that right? Yeah. Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina the third, I think. I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. You want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Chase in Columbus says 120, and we're still in the driver's seat if they didn't mess the bed against Mizzou, even with Arkansas not dropping a series. That's Chase in Columbus. You could you could easily map out state winning the West, losing the series to Missouri, and then they blow in the Sunday lead against uh, South Carolina. Will and Eupora says, is Butch Thompson in trouble if Auburn finishes last in the West? They were in the World Series two full seasons ago. But, yes, I think he is. It's Auburn. They just fire coaches for the heck of it. Ole Miss advantage missing Vanderbilt and Florida this year. Yeah, their yeah. draw against the East is is pretty good. good. Absolutely. Uh, what's Borky's Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App? Keep your money, man. I appreciate you. Mike says, I bought a $20 cast iron grill grate and put it on one half of my Blackstone, so I've got the best of both worlds. That sounds that's like my ideal setup. That's working smarter, not harder right there. Have a griddle pellet grill and a side burner charcoal grill. How dare you say burgers are better on a flat top? Kind of agree. Nah. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. Look for delays on the right shoulder, 55 northbound at the 220 interchange. That's exit 104. Traffic on 55 north slowing down at Old Canton Road. Also southbound on 55 is slowing down from Lakeland down through the waterworks all the way to the stack in heavy congestion, 20 westbound in between Highway 49 and Gallatin. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10520. This is Don DeBute. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. 
When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Radios are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. AgUp Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At AgUp Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. AgUp Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi. Or visit us at agup.com today. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now. Tonight in the SEC, LSU, Texas A&M tipping off in just minutes on the SEC Network. Same thing, 6 o'clock start for Kentucky and South Carolina. That one is on ESPN. ESPN 2, tipping off in moments. This is the game that I want to watch, and I wish I could watch all of it, but I won't be able to probably just second half. Number one, Auburn at Arkansas. Arkansas started SEC play 0-3. They've won seven straight in the league. They've won eight straight overall. Auburn is riding a 19-game winning streak. They are 22-1 overall, number one in the country, and 10-0 in conference play. Do you guys know how lit Bud Walton Arena is going to be tonight? Yeah, that place is going to be jumping. That's a huge game. I mean, that's... That's a difference-making game for Auburn. If if they go up there and win, you know, I said that I said on a Monday show that you know, not totally sold on them as a great team. They go, you go there and win the way Arkansas is playing. I think you have to consider them a great team. Yeah. You know the Jalen Williams Walker Kessler matchup down low. I'm not sure who exactly from Arkansas will guard Jabari Smith. You know, for all the talk about Jabari Smith as the potential number one pick in the draft, we still have not seen that game where he just explodes. 
He only had seven shots against Georgia. And Bruce Pearl was asked about how Jabari Smith gets more involved, and he said, well, maybe he gets a better coach that gets him more than seven shots in a game. Jabari Smith has very much let the game come to him. I'm wondering if we're going to have a night where we see him just absolutely take over. Because he's been like a quiet 14-a-night guy. And it's smooth, and it's explosive, and it's a great jump shot and all those things. We haven't seen him take over a game. I'll tell you the matchup that I want to see tonight, though, is J.D. Note and K.D. Johnson. My guess is K.D. Johnson gets the J.D. Note assignment tonight. There is nobody in college basketball that brings more energy to the floor than K.D. Johnson does. It's insane. And he looks like a linebacker. So good stuff there. You've also got Missouri Vanderbilt tonight. That one is at 8 on the SEC Network. All right, let's finish here. Borky, you, uh, you you sent the picture earlier today to us of the uh, the ski jump in Beijing with the nuclear reactors in the background. No snow anywhere else to be found. The branded nuclear reactors. They got up there and put the Beijing 2022 logo right there on them. They sure did. I hadn't zoomed in to see that, but yeah. yeah it's there. That's what's there. Freestyle ski. With a nuclear reactor in the background. This says so much, but the question that Dan Wetzel raised was, if this can happen, surely this opens up the opportunity for lots of other cities to potentially host an Olympics. Port Gibson 2024. Let's go. The The city city was too beautiful too beautiful to burn. Let's go. You could light the torch off of the the church with the hand pointing up to the sky. <laughs> the golden finger. Pointing. The golden finger. Yes. Yes. You should put I got that history t- in Port Gibson, man. I'm with you. I can tell. Say again, boy. You, you could slap one of those right on the strip in Myrtle Beach and have a great time. <laughs> I mean. We talked about it when you were out, so I'm put the clip online and stuff, so you don't need to rehash all of the embarrassment that is NBC basically running communist propaganda on the air. But Except Mike Tirico. Except Mike Tirico and oh they Got sent him sent home, home early. Which is probably best for his personal safety. Uh, credit to him though. Uh, that that takes some courage, man, to criticize that country in that country. Yeah, that that that, that, that takes something, but it's shameful. This is shameful. The the images of the ski jump in the Winter Olympics being in a nuclear hell hellscape, whatever you want to call it, is shameful. The athletes that are testing positive and the the conditions that they are being put in after they do is shameful. Uh, the propaganda that is run on American television networks is shameful. China is rubbing rubbing it in everybody's faces. They're, they're rubbing it in everybody's faces. We own you, is what they're saying out loud to all of us, and yet we let it happen. It's shameful. And the West should have gotten together and held a games in not China, preferably a place where it actually does snow. That's what should have happened here. Everything that we have thought... Hasn't that always kind of been a prerequisite for the Winter Olympics? You need mountains and snow? You would think you would prefer to have winter events where winter happens. Somebody said happens. That 
That's an old steel mill, not a nuke plant. Those kind of look like nuclear reactors to me. Never seen a steel mill look like that. I mean, I've freestyle skiing on Grand Gulf Road with the nuclear reactor of, you know. Maybe so. Yeah. Jason says 803 feet of mountain is just as good for snow, less snow skiing as anywhere. Hey, thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.